First news with Keeler in the morning on WIBX and WIBX950.com. There's a story up on our website. Two local men lucky to survive frigid Alaskan mountain plane crash. Mm-hmm. And it is really just an unbelievable story. Sarah Northrop Lynch uh, is actually uh, runs an insurance agency that was her dad's um, down in the uh, in the valley in Ilion. And she's on the line right now. It was her dad and a uh, another man from the area, uh, James Fiola from Cassville, involved in the crash. And the good news is everybody's okay. Sarah, good morning. Good morning. So, well, let's start from the beginning here. What, when did you find out? And at what point did, I mean, in the beginning, did you did, did you know he was okay or were, were there great fears? Yeah, did you even know he had crashed? Um, no, I didn't. I knew that he was he was on the airplane trip. I knew that he was going to be flying to some different places in Alaska. Um, his their final the place they were going to go before uh, they were coming back home was going to be the Valdez Air Show. Um, I know that they're once they got there they had started running into some storm systems that were moving in and out pretty quick. Yeah. Um, so I did know that there was some bad weather up there, and then I found out from, I got a phone call from Garmin, uh, from the emergency response team. They said that um, I was listed as an emergency contact on his in-reach device. Mm. Um, it's like a kind of walkie-talkie, but yep. it's a GPS. Um, they said that he had activated the SOS on it and that I was an emergency contact. They asked me if I knew where he was. I said, yes, he's on a a trip in Alaska with a friend. Um, They're flying an airplane, and she said, okay. They looked up the coordinates. She said she could see that he was in the uh, Wrangell-St. Elias National Park Mm -hmm. uh, and that they would get more details for us and send help to them. Um, I kind of expected it to be like a half an hour, and then I, they would tell me, you know, that they found him, and it was 36 hours before we knew that he was okay. Wow. Wow. So he, you went through 36 hours of just wondering. Yeah. He was um, able to send a few messages back and forth between um, himself and the Garmin emergency response team. Um, so he could send, like, he sent a couple predetermined messages that said, like, send help, need rescue. Yeah. Uh, and then the next day he had, he was able to send a couple messages, you know, so we knew that he, well, we, we knew somebody was alive. Um, we weren't sure if it was him sending the messages or Jim sending the messages. Wow. But. The last message, am I correct in saying, this was according to your mom in an interview she did with alaskapublic.org. Um, send rescue now. We will not make it through the night. Was the uh, that was the message sent? Oh I believe on Saturday, right? Sunday. Sunday, and then yeah. they they were actually rescued uh, after two a.m. on Monday morning. I, I believe. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, this Garmin device that you mentioned, uh, two things. If you know, is this the Garmin that we used to talk about? That was GPS, road GPS. Remember, it was always gotta get a Garmin all the holiday. Ads. I imagine it may be the same company, but used more in a professional. Uh, yeah, do I, you know the answer to that, uh, Sarah? Yeah, yep. It is uh, made by the same company. It's just a kind of a special device yeah. that uh, people use who are you know 
traveling a yeah. lot, doing a lot of remote um, traveling, you know, uh-huh. remote places where there isn't any uh, service. I'm assuming it's well known in the community of, of people who hike and do what, what your what your dad does along yeah. with uh, uh, James Fiola. Well, and a lot of yeah. hunters use the, the Garmin devices now, right. too. Yep. So yeah. I, I, I'm assuming that's how they that was how they were able to locate uh, both of them. But I guess my question, why did it take 36 hours? Was it the weather? The rescue the weather. crews couldn't yeah. couldn't get to where they were? I'll let wow. you describe that, Sarah. There are three different uh, crews it took to, uh, to yeah. go in, and they couldn't get in, right? Right. Because of the um, the elevation that they were at, they weren't in the storms that were moving in and out. They weren't able to, you know, there was, there was, um, it was whiteout conditions, wind played a part. So the helicopter just wasn't able to get up in there in the spot that they were. And they would, you know, they would tell us, okay, we just sent a helicopter in. We would wait an hour, sometimes two hours. And then they'd call us back and say they weren't successful. They weren't able to get to them. Um, the closest that they got was in, uh, within an eighth of a mile to the, to them, uh, Mm-hmm. And this dragged on, this went on and on. Uh, by Sunday night, they told us that they had tried to reach them 35 to 40 times. Wow. Um, and they just, because of the weather, they weren't able to. Um, they said they were hoping for a break in the weather between, like, 9 p.m. their time and 2 a.m. And then finally at 2.22, they got them. So there, uh, there must have been uh, finally a break where they could safely uh, they could safely go in. They were able to get a uh, a shot of the crash site. There's a video up on our website um, that is something to see, and it shows you just where. I mean, this is there's rural. You're out in a rural area, and then there's this. This is like uh, you're out on basically on a mountain glacier. You're out in the you you are in a very uh, hard to uh, get to place, and and that's where they were. And 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 then there's the the surviving the plane crash in the first place, right? Right. Yep. That was the first the first thing that they survived. That you know, my father said he doesn't know how they how they managed to survive it. They were in the mountains, and they kind of managed to land um, in this spot, like between the mountains. It was like four feet of snow, so I'm sure that helped. Yeah, to, like in their, you know, the impact. Um, but they, you know, both only had minor injuries. But then after that, had to survive the thirty-six hours of the, you know, the storms. Uh, how cold was it? Um, do you have any idea? I don't know um, from them, but like we kept checking the weather in the area, and it was like twenty, twenty-five degrees or so. Yeah, but. So the area probably wasn't showing that elevation. So right, it was probably were, yeah, yeah the winds were fifty to sixty miles an hour, they told us. Wow. Yeah, you put the winds together with the elevation, um, with nighttime and holy cow. So and, uh, so your 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 mom is out there now? Yes. Yep. My mother, my sisters and my brother are out there with him now. All right. Wow. And they'll be coming home, and I'm sure that uh, they'll be happy to uh, they'll be happy to get home after this in- endeavor. Yes, definitely. Wow. When do you get to see him? When's he coming? Uh, home? Hopefully tomorrow. Wow. I think he had a had a doctor's appointment today there, and then hopefully they were going to be flying out. So. 
That's great. Good luck. I'm, you know, I, I'd hard to believe it's probably a little. He's a little hesitant to get on any plane now. Well, that's a, that's that. an interesting question. Uh, you know your dad. Um, does this mean he'll be nervous about getting on a plane? Does this mean he'll stop doing these uh, adventurous trips? Um, I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> he loves flying his airplanes, so yeah. um, I don't think he will. But I just think that he. You know, he'll have a new respect for it. He will, I think he'll be, stay more local, not, yeah. you know, be mountains and stuff like that as much. But, yeah. But he, he really likes it and enjoys it. So I don't think it'll stop him. Well, that's what you work for, right? We work for, um, the only problem is you're in the insurance business. I mean, you guys know the numbers. Uh, we, it's just regular people. We're all like, uh, we don't look at things in the same way, but, you know, there are statistics out there and, and, Yet there's that drive for adventure, and right. and what do you work for your whole life? You work to be able to to do the things that you really really want to do, and I imagine that's where your dad is right now. Right. Yep. Yep. He always has worked hard so that he could, you know, be able to do things and enjoy his life. And now that he's, I took over the agency recently, so he kind of semi retired, and yeah. now he's got a little bit more time on his hands to. To do those things. Well, that is just incredible, an incredible story that ended incredibly well. Um, well one final question: is, So, were, were the, was the cabin still intact? Um, uh, is that what you call it on a, on a, on a Cessna? Uh, were they able to get in and and close a door and try to keep out of the elements? No, um, you know the plane was pretty damaged. They had uh, when they. When they landed, the compartment popped open and all of their gear um, was scattered all over the place. So they wow. couldn't get to it. Um, the only thing that they could get to was the tent that my father brought, um, but there were no poles. Wow. So he had to to the airplane. And then they just uh, kind of packed the snow in around them to insulate them. And, and that's it. You know, and then they just they stayed there and didn't come out of the tent. Wow. Uh, you know, I, I imagine, I don't know what uh, what wildlife makes it up at, at that uh, elevation, but um, you have the, uh, you know, you have the weather, you have potential wildlife, you have, uh, had to be pretty scary. And the last message they sent was on Sunday night that they, uh, they, they didn't think they'd be able to make it through the night. And thankfully they were, uh, they were discovered and, and rescued at about uh, two o'clock in the morning on Monday morning. Wow. Sarah Northrop Lynch, thank you so much for telling the story, and maybe we'll be able to to get your dad on when he gets home. Yeah, that would be good. All right, awesome. Thank you so much. All right, thank you. All right, have a great day. You too. Bye. You know, to the point about him flying again, I would have to imagine it's like surviving a fight with Mike Tyson. Then you go to the bar and some some guy's popping off that he's going to kick your butt, and you're like, yeah, yeah, okay, buddy, I've faced worse than you. Uh, That's right. This is easy. Not concerned about you. So, uh, uh, what a story that you have to feel when you have a loved it's, one in, in that situation. Imagine. I cannot imagine. Cannot imagine. Nope. And and I will tell you that uh, if you check the story out, uh, there's some stuff up there that we didn't get to talk about. It's at wibx950.com and helicopter footage of the plane, uh, the crash site is something. Just to give you an idea about where they were when all this went down. It's in the story.